Morning routines. You either love them or you hate them. They have become super trendy over the years. And I get asked a lot, Graham, what's your morning routine? And up until now, I've pretty much stiff-armed that question, have not been interested in talking about it, partially because I don't think they're a magic bullet. Straight out the gate, I'll tell you, I don't think they're a magic bullet. We'll unpack that a little bit more. But I actually do think they are very critical to how your day turns out. So what I thought I'd do in this episode is share how I start my mornings, talk about how I used to start my mornings. I have tried everything under the sun when it comes to morning routines, but I think what you're going to see in today's episode is something that's actually super practical, and my hope is that it'll inspire you to figure out what helps you become the best version of yourself day in and day out. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 177 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. As always, pumped to hang out with you today. Uh, we're going to break down my morning routine, talk about how I start my day, and uh, I'm curious to hear about how you start your day. So leave a comment below. What is your morning routine? I want to know if you're watching on YouTube and if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can always engage with me on Instagram at the Graham Cochran or on YouTube or just email me, Graham at GrahamCochran.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts after this episode as well. Before we jump in, I want to give you something to help you as you're building your online business. If you need that little kick in the pants to actually launch the thing, because so many of you are like, oh, I've got an idea or I think I want to do it or I've been working on it, but you haven't launched the thing. I want to make you launch it in the next 30 days. I have my 30-day online income jumpstart guide. I want to put it in your hands. This is a four-week step-by-step checklist to go from where you are, which could be zero, by the way. It starts it out if you have zero audience, where you are to making money in the next 30 days. No joke. It's not going to be a, a crap ton of money. So don't, I'm not promising you the, the moon. Although I have had students make tens of thousands of dollars off of this, this PDF, which is insane. The average student makes between five and 800 bucks when they launch this thing in 30 days. But hey, if you want another five to 800 bucks in the next 30 days, do the thing, it'll work. It's free, it's bullet points, my friend. It's super didactic. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart or click the link below if you're watching on YouTube. That's my 30-day online income jumpstart guide at grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. Okay, so let's talk about morning routines. We'll talk about my morning routines. That's all that really matters because I don't know about anybody else's morning routine. And all I can give you expertise on is my own mornings. But let's start off by talking about the concept of the morning routine, how I feel about mornings in general. I will tell you straight out the gate, I am not a morning person. Okay. So you might be that morning person. You're up at four and you feel like fresh as a daisy just count yourself blessed, okay? Because the rest of us on planet Earth that are night owls, uh, no matter, even even if we go to bed early, we're still tired in the morning, that's me, okay? I come alive at night. I love nighttime. I'm not a weirdo. just the way I am. Uh, I've always, always, always struggled with mornings. So I hate mornings in terms of like having to wake up early in general. I wish it came easy to me because that would make my life so much easier. And yet, I prioritize mornings most days. Not every day, most days. Why? I really believe what you do first affects how your day goes. 
What you do first affects how your day goes. That is a fact. How far you want to take that, I don't have any data to prove how far that effect reaches or how big of an effect it is. But what you do first has ripple effects on the rest of your day. And you know this anecdotally, like when you wake up late and you're scrambling to get your kids to school or get to the office or whatever your thing is, the anxiety, the panic, the frustration, the irritation, it follows you into your morning. If you wake up and the first thing you do is check your phone, first of all, what is wrong with you? Like, the first thing you're going to do is wake up and see how the rest of the world's doing and you haven't even taken care of yourself. Like, makes no sense. But that's what so many of us do statistically is we look at Instagram or we check email like while we're still in bed as we're like rubbing our eyes, that affects your day. Now, it may not affect you much. You might be like, it's not that big of a deal. It affects your day one way or another. So I'm not a morning person. And yet I believe that what I do first in the day affects how my day goes. Third point, mornings are important because once you get going, unless you're a robot, it is really hard to slow your mind down. Your mind starts slow and at peace when you wake up. And then the moment you get going, you know, the emails, the calls, the texts, the Slack messages, the news, blah, 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 social media, your head starts spinning. You have so many people that you're responsible for or connected to or aware of. Your mind immediately turns on and your mind is a powerful thing and it can handle it. It is really hard to say, oh, like I'll have, you know, I'll take my morning routine and I'll do it in the middle of the day. I know people that say they'll do that. Hey, if you can pull that off and it works for you, of course, great, do it. I have found that the the further I get in my day, the faster and faster the brain spins, even when I don't have a lot to do. And so it is hard to slow my mind back down to that place it was when I first woke up. And the only time I can get it slowed back down is at the very end of the day. And I mean the very end, like when I have brushed my teeth and I'm crawling back into bed, Then and only then, and not even every day, am I at a place where my brain and my mind is as calm and as slow as it was when I first woke up. Now, I know people that do an evening routine instead or both because the evening is that time where they're slowed again. And there's some precedence to this, interestingly enough, in sort of the Jewish history, right? If you look, even look at the the Hebrew Old Testament, uh, Hebrew Bible, the, the Christian Old Testament, right? The book of Genesis in the creation story where God is creating the heavens and the earth in seven days, he creates, creates them in six days, rests on the seventh day. It always says after he creates something on day one, right? He'll create something. Day two, he'll create something. It always ends with there was evening, there was morning, the third day, right? Because in the in Jewish tradition, the day starts in the evening. The evening is what kicks off the day. So if you want to start your day in the evening, go for it, right? I think that... That, there's some precedence there. There's some you know, body rhythm uh, and circadian rhythm there where I could see you starting your day there as you drift off to sleep, then at peace, and then you wake up and you start your day. For me, though, I still need a little kickstart of that in the morning. So that's why I think the evening isn't enough for me, but you could do both. So again, my mind is too busy the whole day, so I really, the only time it's slow is really in the morning. 
And the final thought on morning routines, and then I'll show you what, what my morning looks like, is morning routines aren't magic. I know that book Miracle Morning came out. I know there's a lot of interesting data about um, morning routines, but like, let's just be honest, right? What you do in your morning routine is not going to make you rich. It's not going to make you famous. It's not going to make you healthier in shape, like just by what you do in the morning. Now, if you exercise in the morning, that will help your health, right? If you read a personal development book in the morning, that can help you achieve more success eventually, but it's not magic. The magic isn't in the morning routine. The magic then is in you taking care of your body systematically over many, many years, you reading books, right? You applying what you're learning. Like that's the magic. Like you doing the thing is the magic, not the morning routine. So they're not magic. Okay. I hope you know that. Here's what my morning used to look like, especially once I started to have kids. Alarm goes off, wake up, stumble into the kitchen, coffee, put on clothes, get everybody out the door, get to my office, sit there. And then now I'm trying to wake up at the office, either when I was working in corporate America or when I was stumbling into my home office to start my business. I'm like still trying to wake up and I'm like, what am I going to do today to like make money? You know, that was what mornings used to look like. Uh, there was a time where I really tried to wake up early and be super diligent, uh, but I would just fall asleep at my desk. You know, I'd have like a book out or a journal out. I'd be falling asleep. <sighs> Doesn't work. Now, I've done all the things in the morning. I've exercised first. Um, I've gone to the gym. I've just gone for walks. I've read books first. I've read the newspaper. I've showered the first time, first thing when I wake up to wake myself up. I've done all the things here at the end of the day are my three non-negotiables in the morning. And they're very simple. Okay. And I'll explain why they're important to me. And then I want to give you three simple perspectives on morning routines and that's it. Okay. For me, the three non-negotiables in the morning are number one, coffee, (laughs) right? Can we be honest? My routine is when I wake up, which these days is in the school year is 5 a.m. And there's a reason why I wake up at five. Again, I'm not a morning person. I wake up at five because I have to get my kids to school. I have to leave my house around uh, 720, 7.15, 7.20. It takes my kids about an hour to get ready. So I I wake them up at 6.15. Um. And so, and, and in, while they're up part of that time, I'm, I'm getting their breakfast ready. I'm engaging with them. So they're, the only way for me to have an hour, I want an hour to myself for myself. I spend the rest of my day serving my family, serving you, serving customers. Um, I'm, I'm a professional Uber driver. I take my kids to gymnastics and dance and we go to church and, and Bible study and my days are full doing things for other people, a little bit for myself as well, but I want an hour for myself. The only for me to get a quiet hour for myself with my schedule is to be up an hour before the kids get up. So if they're up at 6.15, I need to be up at five so I can be sitting coffee in hand brewed by 5.15. So I can get that full hour before I got to go wake them up. It's the only reason why I wake up at five. As soon as they're out of the house, that will not be happening. (laughs) So, I'm up at five and my non-negotiable number one is coffee for two reasons. 
one, it's ritualistic. And I, I like ritual because my body is like, oh, turn on the coffee maker. I have an espresso machine, automatic, right? Press the button, it grinds the beans, makes a steaming hot cup of coffee. The ritual of the, the, the buttons and the sound and the grinding of the beans and then the, the percolating of the coffee and the steam, it's like a sign and a trigger for my body that like, this is your special time, Graham. Like, good for you. Here's, here's your reward. Here's your cup of coffee. It's, it's ritualistic. It's really important. It's cool. Like that alone, and then the mug's in my hand and I sit down, take a sip. It's the ritual of the thing. This is why iced coffee doesn't make any sense for me because it's not hot. It's not the brewing. It's not the sounds. It's not the smells. It's not the steam. It's not the, the mug. All of that is ritualistic too. Caffeine. I'm not a caffeine junkie. I don't need it to really wake up, but a little bit of caffeine, one cup of coffee, and I'm very hungry in the morning, um, but I typically do inter- intermittent fasting. And it's amazing what a cup of coffee, a little bit of caffeine can do to stave off your hunger. So I'm good till lunch. So that little caffeine gives me just a little bit of jolt. And I only drink two cups of coffee a day and they're small cups, they're six ounces. So like some days only one. I don't drink a ton of coffee. I don't put any sugar in my coffee. It's just black. There's nothing in it, but just a little bit of caffeine helps me wake up, right? Stave off my hunger, helps me wake up. So coffee is a non-negotiable. Uh, number two is time in my Bible and in prayer. And in the last six months, I've gotten really consistent with journaling, journaling my prayers, journaling what I'm learning in the Bible, word studies, cross-references, all that kind of stuff. Um, if you're interested in, in how I do Bible study and that kind of stuff, that's sort of off topic. Not everybody here is a Christian, but if you're interested in that, let me know. I can, I can cover co- content on that at some point. But the reason this is a non-negotiable for me is because of my faith, right? My faith is everything, right? It's not a compartmentalized part of my life as some, some people would like me to have it that way, but that makes no sense, right? It's, it determines everything. If you, if you're a Christian, you understand this, like everything is founded on your faith. So I want to hear from the God of the universe in the morning, what he has to say to me, because I don't know how to be a good husband or father. I don't know how to run a, a business, multiple businesses, I don't know what the market's going to do next. I don't know. I don't know anything, right? But the God of the universe does, and he speaks. He speaks in the Bible, in his written word, logos, and he speaks through his utterances, rhema, the, the utterances of God, right? He can speak to me as I pray, uh, and he, he can give me ideas, and he has before. And if he says something, I write it down. Like anytime I'm around a really important person, like a mentor, they say something, I write it down, right? I take notes when I watch a course. I have coaches. I take notes on what my coaches say. The God of the universe says something. You better believe I'm taking notes, hence the journal, because what he says is going to be smarter than what anybody else says. So that's really important to me as a Christian is have that time. It would make no sense for me to be a Christian and not prioritize time in the Bible and time praying to my God. So that's very, very important. And some days I don't really get a whole lot out of it. And some days I do. Um, Some days it's just a simple reminder of uh, something that's important. But some days it's like a breakthrough. So that time is really, really important. And that's a non-negotiable for me on most days. Again, not every day, but generally Monday through Friday, it's a non-negotiable. And then Sundays I'm in the Bible anyway when I'm at church. Saturdays are kind of like swing day. Sometimes I don't have time or don't make the time I should say. And number third, non-negotiable in the mornings for my routine is connection with my fam. So I, this, can we pause here for a second? 
morning routines are inherently selfish. I don't know if that's a bad thing on one hand. Like I said earlier, you need to do something for yourself. Like the stewardesses say, the flight attendants say, right, on a plane, when the oxygen masks fall, please place your oxygen mask on first before assisting others. Why do they say that? Because they want you to be selfish? No, because they want you to be of use to other people. And if you pass out because you don't have oxygen, you're of no use to other people. So go ahead and put your mask on first, then you will be of use to other people. I want to be of use to lots of people, you in particular. That's why I do this show. The only way I can be of service to you in this context or of service to my family or of service to anybody is if I put on my own oxygen mask. That's what a morning routine is for me, is getting my mind right, getting my soul right, getting my body right so that I have oxygen to go out and serve people for the rest of the day. So yes, that's inherently selfish. But here's the problem with morning routines is they cross the line and they become so self-orienting that like I have to have my morning routine and it's the most important thing. And if I don't get that or don't do it in the right order, then my day is ruined and blah. And so I see people who are like, well, I got a wife or I've got a husband or I got kids and and and, and then the I don't, how do I do that and have time for my morning routine because I want to make sure I have my morning routine. So I'm, I'm going to go to the gym in the morning and then my, my wife has to take care of the kids, but at least I get my morning routine. That's not really what the morning routine is all about, my friend. The morning routine is a means to an end, which is for you to live your best life and to show up in the world as your best self to serve the people you care about the most. So if your morning routine takes you away from your family, <laughs> it's a stupid morning routine. If your morning routine takes you away from the people you care about the most because you're too busy reading a personal development book, working out, taking an ice bath, then what's the point of the morning routine? You're you're, you're literally driving down the street with your foot on the gas pedal and the brake pedal at the same time. It's counterproductive. You're hurting yourself. So for me, I have tried to incorporate in my mornings time for myself and time with the fam. And I wake up extra early, like I told you, so that I can have some time for myself and it not bleed into the time with my family. So I want to be done with some of that selfish time so that by the time my kids wake up, I can make their breakfast, which they don't need me to make their breakfast anymore. They're 13 and 10, but I still do as a way to serve them. They're, they got their mind on school and they get their books together and all that stuff. I just like making their breakfast. And then when they come down for breakfast, I don't want to be running around. I want to be ready so that I can sit at the kitchen counter at the bar while they eat and talk with them. Do you have any concerns today? Like, do you have any tests or quizzes or, or how are your friendships doing? Is there anything I can pray for you about? Or if I read the newspaper, which is a part of my morning routine most days. Um, yes, I read a physical newspaper. Um, if there's something cool in the paper, I'll share it with them. What do you guys think about this? Uh, my youngest is into space. So if I see anything about SpaceX or NASA's launching a rocket out here, but Cape Canaveral in Florida, like I'll show her just a touch point, right? I like to have a touch point in the morning before we, are, we get our days going. If we, if we are all just spending the morning getting ready and then we all go our separate ways, what kind of family are we when we don't, if we don't have a touch point in the morning? And we always have a touch point in the evening as well, which is dinner time. I think we have a third touch point, which is bedtime, morning dinner, bedtime, three critical points where we all cross paths again in the same room, tech-free, look at each other, make eye contact, how are you doing, um, all that kind of stuff. So that's really important to me because my family is 
outside of my faith, my family is the most important thing on this earth. So part of my morning routine is to be with my family. And if it weren't, what, what, what am I doing? So if you have a family, if you have a spouse, if you have kids, incorporate them into your morning routine. That's, that's kind of the point. Um, so let me just end with three perspectives though for you as you think about your morning routine, because all of us have a routine, whether we know it or not. And that's one of the points I want to make is that if, if you aren't a morning person or you say you don't have a morning routine, that is your routine. Your routine is to not have a routine. You wake up and you just go. That's your routine. You do the same thing every morning. We all do. We're creatures of habit. We are routine monsters. It's just what does your routine look like and is it serving you or not? And hey, guess what? You can change it. You can have a morning routine that you've been rocking for seven years and if it's no longer serving you, you can get rid of it. It's pretty simple. But as you think about your routine and what your mornings look like, here are just three thoughts, three perspectives that I think are helpful when it comes to morning routines. Number one is sustainability. Is your routine sustainable? Another word might be longevity. Can you do this for a long, long time? If it's not sustainable, it's not really a good morning routine. Now, don't mishear me. Like I just said, seasons come and go, and you might need to change your morning routine to better suit that season. You'll know that when you get there, and you're like, hey, this is no longer working. But have a bent for sustainability. So for example, that's why I don't have so much stuff crammed into my morning routine. I used to read personal development books. I used to exercise. I have taken all of that out of my morning routine because it's not sustainable for me because some days are different. Some days I'm trying to meet somebody for coffee and they want to meet early. Uh, There's a men's group at my church that I'm a part of for uh, business leaders and that meets somewhat early on Thursdays. It's like, man, to make this more sustainable, I need to have fewer things in the routine so that it is sustainable. Because if it's not sustainable, you're going to quit doing it. You're going to get frustrated. So make it sustainable. Think about sustainability. Number two is think about margin. So can you do it for a long time? And then is there margin for it to flex? Meaning, it doesn't always have to be the same time. It's not so jam-packed that like you can spend more time on one thing one morning, less time another morning. Do you allow yourself margin? So for example, if my kids need more help in the morning, let's say they have a school project or we have to get to school earlier because one of my daughters is on like safety patrol. And do I have margin in my routine that allows me to flex as needed, which helps with the sustainability, by the way. This is why I try to not have time, specific time stamps on the things I do. I'm not at the gym. I'm not working out where it's a, it's a 30 minute thing or an hour long thing. Reading my Bible and prayer, there's no fixed time on it. I want to have as much time as possible, but if I needed to, I could cut it shorter one day. Drinking coffee, there's no fixed time on it. Connection with fam, there's no fixed time. There's margin so that I can be flexible because not every day is the same. And number three thing to think about when it comes to morning routines is life-giving actions or life-giving activities. The purpose of a morning routine is to be life-giving for you, is to set you up so that when you get to your desk or you go into that meeting or you get in front of your computer or wherever you do your thing, you have put on that oxygen mask to give yourself life so that you can show up no matter what happened yesterday, no matter how well you slept or didn't sleep, no matter what's going on in the world, the economy, you had a little slice of 
life-giving stuff. It fills up your, your bucket, fills up your meter so that you can show up in the world and be like, you know what? I can show up today as my best self. It makes a huge difference. And you get to decide what is life-giving to you. That's the whole point. I don't read my Bible and pray because somebody told me to or because what I think I should do. I do it because it's life-giving to me. It fires me up. I gain insight and wisdom that helps me in my day. I gain perspective that, hey, this is not all about me. God is working and doing things beyond my control, beyond what I can see. Like That's life-giving to me. I don't connect with my family in the morning because that's what I should do. I do it because I love my family and I want to be connected to them. And I know that given my bent of being uh, an introvert and a lone wolf, like I'll just go live my life on my own and not connect with people, including my family, if left to my own devices, and it will not be good for my soul or my family. I'm doing because I want to be connected. I want a healthy family. I don't drink coffee because that's what you do in the morning. I drink coffee because I like to drink coffee. I don't drink black coffee because that's what you're supposed to do. I like to drink black coffee because I like to drink black coffee. I didn't always, by the way, but I like it now. So these are choices I'm making. Your choices might be and likely will be very different. That's great. Choose things that are life-giving to you. This is your life, your day. Start the day the way you want to start it. Just keep all those things in mind. Sustainability, margin, life-giving actions, and then make it whatever you want it to be. Again, it's it's a, a means to an end. It's not the end in itself. The, the perfect morning routine doesn't exist, and it's not even the goal. Who cares? A good enough morning routine that gets you to where you can show up in the world at your best, that's all that matters. If you have any thoughts on your morning routine or my morning routine, leave a comment below if you're watching on YouTube. I'd love to know. I hope this was interesting to you. Let me know if it was. And if it's not, if it wasn't, don't let me know. I don't want to know what you think. Just the nice comments, please. Thank you. As always, I appreciate you tuning in. Really, really means a lot. And if you need that kick in the pants, you're like, you know what? I'm going to have a morning routine and then I'm going to get in the office and I'm going to go launch something in 30 days because Graham said I can do it in 30 days and get my 30-day online income jumpstart guide. Why not? GrahamCochran.com slash jumpstart or click the link below the video, my friend. This is your no excuses four-week checklist to launching something and making money in the next 30 days. It's free. It's powerful. Use it. That's it, my friend. Have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. Can't wait to hear about what your morning routine looks like tomorrow. We'll see you in another episode. Peace.